What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fierce, Favored, and Spiritually Grounded. I'm your life coach and host, Tanya Williams. As you all know, it's the new year, and if you've already listened to a couple of my episodes, by now you figured out that I'm dedicating the month of January to the ladies, and I'm trying to give us little tips and habits on how to be better. So this episode, I'm going to give you some tips on how to be the best version of you. For many of you know that I have written a book called The Best Version of Me. In that book, I talked about some of my challenges and some of my struggles, bondages and things like that. Um, and how I overcame them. I provided biblical principles and tips as well. And just a few weeks ago, I launched the workbook to go with that because in January, um, we're launching the small group, The Best Version of Me. So with that being said, I want this month and this episode to be all about the best version of you. So I'm going to give you some easy, simple tips on how to become a better you. And you know, most of us really want to be a good person, whether we're at home, in the office, or just running errands. The problem is, you know, um, where, where do we actually start? And a lot of people struggle with New Year's resolutions and things like that, or they won't open the new business or, um, you know, start the new business because they don't know where to start. Um, or they think it's too late to start, but it's never too late to start. I was well into my thirties before I discovered my purpose. You know, I'm 45 now and I'm just really fully getting to the point where I'm walking in it and I'm not completely finished. So it's never too late to start. But, you know, um, I mentioned in my book, you're going to have, there's always going to be two things you have a chance or a choice of. You're either going to let each day pass and wish that you would have started, or you're going to go ahead and start and look back and be so proud of how far you come. So which will you choose? Um, You know, the thing about it is I realized a long time ago, you know, that there were certain areas that I could probably be better in. You know, I had no filter when it came to my mouth. Um, I've told plenty of you this before. I guess I could have been a jerk, you know, I don't know. Um, But whatever came to my mind, I felt like I should share it with you. (laughs) And, you know, my mouth was just, to be honest, it was garbage. Um, Even the way that I spoke to my husband, like, you know, um, I had no filter. I would just cuss him out when I got mad and wouldn't bat an eye, wouldn't lose a wink of sleep. But God just really started working on me and that was really the first area that he started working on is was my mouth so (laughs) let's get started with this list of things and some things that i can help you to change like a daily routine to help fix those things and of course the first one as (laughs) we talked about uh is think before you speak because again my mouth was garbage it it was just like vomit (laughs) and if if i was having Um, a day or, you know, you ask me something. Now, I'm still like this to a certain point. Like, if you ask me, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Um, I won't be as brutal. I'll try to find a better way and kind of finesse it a little bit so it's not so just uh, out there and, and it'll break your heart when I tell you. But I am still honest about it. But, you know, the thing about it is, you know, words carry a lot of weight you know, and think about the first time your significant other, you know, told you that he or she loved you, you know, how awesome did that feel? So, you know, however, the words can also be hurtful. So, um, 
you know, think about like some things that people have said to you and how it made you feel. You know, you sometimes lost sleep or you go days and that's all you can think about. You can't get it off your mind. So I always take a couple extra seconds to really think about the impact of your words um, before you say them out loud. And also the delivery. The delivery sometimes um, is more important than the words that you actually say. So, number two, embrace change. So many of us struggle with this. You know, we're stuck in our old ways. We don't want to try new things. But change helps us grow. And instead of resisting it, you know, we should be open to trying new things, even if they scare you. Like I said, um, do it scared. Just do it. Um, You know, besides embracing change, you should also advocate positive change, no matter what kind of change it is. You could start, you know, um, something new, um, anything to put you in a better place, a more positive place. The one thing about that is um, the more positive you are, um, your words do hold, um, they carry a lot of weight. And, you know, they say, the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue, which is so very true. So, um, I think as we embrace change, we, instead of um, always being negative about it, if we're more positive about it, um, we reap what we sow. So if we're speaking and we're putting positive things out into the atmosphere, those things will come back. And number three, be grateful. This is a big one because a lot of us, we're in this microwave world and we complain about everything and, you know, we're so ungrateful about things. And just because things don't go our, our way, you know, um, we are quick to be negative about it. So, you know, always try to be grateful for the little things. I'm one of these people that probably, you know, I post if it's a beautiful sky on Instagram because sometimes you just have to sit back and and let the world around you just stop for a moment to smell the roses, so to speak, and just really appreciate and think, oh God, that is so beautiful. You know, God really does some amazing things. So in everything, be grateful. Before I roll out of bed every morning, as soon as my clock goes off, I say, Lord, thank you for another day. You know, because it's not guaranteed and it doesn't, you know, that we'll get it. And it, it it's not, it is something, a gift that we should be thankful for. Um, number four, do the right thing. As an adult, we should always definitely by now know the difference between right and wrong. But, you know, some people just won't do it. Um, this is another thing that God started dealing with me about um, when I first started out as like going to the bathroom and somebody missed the trash can with like the paper towel when they washed their hands. Um, you know, the Holy Spirit would instruct me to pick it up. And my first response was just like everybody else. Well, it's not mine. I didn't do it. But God taught me, you know, this is mine that I've given to you. So in order for you to be grateful and take care of the things that I'm going to bless you with, you first got to take care of the things that's around you. And, you know, then he started dealing with me, like put me, putting the, the buggy or the shopping cart back into where it goes out in the parking lot, you know, um, that's just to make somebody else's life easier. Of course, the, the people, the attendants that work there, that's their job to collect the buggies, but it makes it so much easier for them when they don't have to go all over the parking lot and they're all right there in the corral in one place. So it's simple things like that, that we can do, you know, um, that, maybe is where God's teaching us obedience and and how to be faithful in the things that he's given us, but it also helps somebody else at the same time. Number five, use your strengths. Remember that, you know, our skills and talents are a gift and don't let them go to waste. So many women, I was actually at work yesterday talking to some women and, you know, a couple of them have so many gifts and talents that they're just sitting on and 
you know, I even said, you know, hey, have a podcast about that. You could help so many people who's interested in the same thing. And, you know, she was just like, oh, you know, I don't like dealing with people. I don't like talking. And, you know, I told her, I said, well, I was the same way, believe it or not. I would not even hardly talk. I was so shy. I said, but now it just, bloom, it comes out naturally. So all that comes with time. But, you know, um, but I noticed she was still shying away from it. So I said, well, you know, is that something that your daughter's interested in? And she said, yes. So I said, well, why don't you do it to help her, create her an LLC? She's only seven years old, but by the time she's 10, she could have her own business. That kind of piqued her interest. So sometimes... Um, we sit on our gifts and talents, maybe not for us, but so if if not for us, then maybe it's a legacy or something that we could pass down to our children. Number six, address your weaknesses. You know, at the same time, you should also be aware of your weaknesses. Um, you know, it's another way to help us grow as individuals and take time to just list our weaknesses and set goals to work on them. You know, we can always create ways to be better, but if, if there's certain things that is our weaknesses and we never work on them, how are they ever going to get better? The one thing about it is our crafts and things like that. Um, the more we work on them, the better that we get. Number seven, this is a big one. Take care of yourself. You know, um, not, many of us don't do that. As women, we wear so many hats and we're always taking care of other people and we don't take care of ourselves. So, you know, it's very important that we get enough sleep, we exercise, we eat better, um, you know, not doing drive-bys at McDonald's and stuff all the time. You know, so, you know, we really want to be able to um, be fulfilled in life, but you know, how can we be more productive at work or at home if we're always excited, you know, exhausted? And this will also make you be more productive and happier. Number eight, um, you know, pay attention to others. Um, it doesn't feel great when someone asks you how your day went, and you know, so try to do the same to others you know try if you're a big talkative person try to listen um when you're in an argument don't be thinking of your next um statement that you're gonna make try to actually listen and process what they're saying so you can understand and um you know really be a better friend to that person um number nine be a hero you know, that doesn't mean that you have to put on some tights and a cape. That's not what I'm saying. It just means like being nice. Open the door for somebody else. Tell them that they look nice. Um, you know, uh, pay it forward. Um, it's around the holidays. So I'm seeing like a lot of people who um, their cars are declining when I'm in line behind them. So um, one thing that I've done is I'll just pay for it for them. And, um, you know, I don't do it for any kind of... Um, you know, thank you or anything like that. It's just a nice gesture. And I'm blessed that God has put me in a place that where I can do that. And, um, you know, it, it's also a witness how we can be a little bit more like Jesus. Um, so when I do it, you know, I've, I've had women to say like one woman, she's like, oh my gosh, no, I can't let you do that. And the thing about it was, um, I knew she needed that stuff because when she told her little girl, she was just like, we're just going to have to put it back. The little girl's face just changed. And so, and it wasn't like toys or anything. It was actual clothes that I'm pretty sure that they needed. It was getting, the weather's changing and it was getting colder. And the thing about it was, um, and, and it was at a thrift store, you know, I shop there because I just like throwback stuff and I love the good books and stuff like that. But 
I could tell that they shot there because they had to and not knocking that, you know. Um, so I agreed to just pay for her stuff. And, you know, she was just like, no, 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 no. And I was like, no, let me do this for you. And she's like, no, I can't do that. And I said, what if you're blocking my blessing by helping you? What if this was my assignment? And she, I said, what if God wanted me to do this? To help you and she just started crying so that's another way that we can really um you know show people that we can be the hands and feet of jesus without shoving it down their throat but just be examples um number i think we're on number 10 um stop being wasteful you know there's so many ways that we just waste stuff all the time you know, like water usage, you know, shorter showers and, you know, we could recycle to save less trash and stuff like that. Um, you know, we can save on electricity and, and that helps us too with our bills and our finances. Um, number 11, uh, be curious. So evidence um, found that curiosity helps strengthen relationships. Now, I don't know how that is, um, but it says that your brain is stimulated and less anxiety to keep you happy. Um, you know, as you learn, um, interesting subjects. So maybe Google some things uh, that you're interested in and see how they work. Um, number 12, this is a big one. Forgive yourself and others. My book talks about this and sometimes it's hard, but you know, everybody makes mistakes. And even when, um, it's you that makes the mistake and sometimes those mistakes are, you know, really sting instead of really holding that onto that energy and making the other person feel guilty or won't forgive, you know, just let it go because, you know, sometimes we'll never hear an apology from that other person. Um, so who does it really help, you know, by us holding that grudge anyway? 13, don't be impatient. Oh my gosh, I struggle with this one. I do not pay for pray for patience because I know God will test me in this. <laughs> but, um, you know, the thing about it is I sometimes get aggravated and, you know, so I have to even be intentional and make myself kind of slow down. And you have to really ask yourself, you know, how would you feel if you were the child that you yelled at while you were, um, you know, irritated or whatever, you know, sometimes I have to make myself go back and apologize because it's the Holy Spirit just, um, will really convict me sometimes when I'm impatient. I try like say at a drive-thru or something like that, or even in traffic, you know, I try to be more patient, um, and make better decisions. And it makes you feel better about yourself when you can handle a situation that you normally would have acted out in rage in. It really makes you look at yourself and say, Oh, well, a year ago, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have acted that way. So it really makes you look, see the change in yourself. Um, number 14, this is a big one. Be yourself. I love this because it, the whole point of me writing the book, The Best Version of Me, is for so many years, I compared myself to other people. And I thought I had to be like somebody else or I had to do it this way or I had to do it that way. And it always felt fake to me. It always felt like put on, like it didn't feel authentic. And you know, one time, one time the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and it's like, God was like, I created you the way you are for a reason. And you know, you don't like the way you speak. And some people don't like that you don't sugarcoat things and you're just so, um, I don't know what the word to even use, but I'm just, um, I, I just say what it is. You know what I'm saying? I, like I said, I don't sugarcoat it. And I've had people just say things to me about that. And it's like, God, show me. I've created you this way for a reason. I've created certain people for you who's going to flock 
to you and what I do through you because of that. So don't try to hide the way you are or change the way you are. I've done, I've created you this for a reason. And that has made me really embrace who I am, even my faults, and not try to be like anybody else. So um, I definitely encourage stop people pleasing. Try to be more like yourself. Last but not least, stop pointing fingers. I know we all do this, you know. Um, the thing about it is we're not alone and we're responsible for maintaining our own energy. So giving up blame and complaining and excuse making and just keep taking action um, and direction to our goals. Part of life is really just growing and becoming a better person each and every day. So it's so important for us to own up to our faults when we do them. And um, I still see people my age that they will not admit they were wrong to save them their lives. And I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever. But I think it makes you a better person and it helps you to recognize when you admit those things and uh, stop blaming somebody else when you really know that it's your fault. Because that, that's growth right there. Because it shows you that, you know, you're still human. You still make mistakes. But it also points those out to you. It's almost like they put a red arrow around it. And you can see the mistake that you made. And so now you know how to correct it or work on it to be better. So this concludes this episode of how to be the best version of you. And thank you guys so much for just rocking with me. I enjoy doing these so much. And um, if you guys are not already following me, check me out on YouTube at Tanya Williams Life Coach and on Facebook at Tanya Williams Life Coach. I am on Instagram at spiritually underscore grounded and TikTok. TikTok, if y'all are not getting on my TikTok, y'all need to get on there. I'm at spiritual gangster one and that's G-A-N-G-S-T-A-0-1. And check out um, me and my husband's a reality show that we do on uh, marriage and relationships. That is also on my YouTube channel. And if you haven't purchased the book or signed up for the small group, feel free. Um, email me at tanyawilliams01 at gmail.com. I would love to be on this journey with you and um, just be a part. I offer it online and in person. And then I also do an individual one where if you're shy and you don't want to talk about these things in front of people, we can do it on a 101. Until next time.